Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Activate podcast today. It's a ministry of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan, and I serve as the Connections Pastor, and I'm honored to get to host with Pastor Christian and Sherry Hennig. Uh, I will explain a little bit more of what we're doing today, but we're we're preparing for our biggest community outreach event of the year. It's been uh, a, a wonderful summer. It's Summer of Serving's final week, our grand finale week. We're wrapping up uh, Summer of Serving with over 40 ways to serve in just one week. Uh, we have Sherry Hennig, our community outreach coordinator with Pastor Christian, and we're going to talk about uh, why we as Journey Church International believe so strongly in community impact. Welcome to you listening. Uh, we're glad you've tuned in today. As always, you'll uh, want to check out uh, the, the sermon this week uh, so that uh, you'll have a basis. Uh, we've been promoting some great things that we're doing in the community. People tune in every week uh, to the podcast for practical ideas on growing their faith. We hope to challenge you today as well. Well, one of our core beliefs at Journey is community impact because we are for our community, not just in it. Pastor Christian, would you share uh, how this came to be one of our core beliefs when you started Journey? Yeah, so before we started um, our church, I was literally sitting in, a, I think, a breakfast meeting with Jimmy Dodd, uh, who's the founder and leader of Pastor Serve, a ministry that coaches and counsels pastors and churches and their staffs. And I was just kind of unpacking to him the vision of the church. He's become my pastoral coach since then. I meet with him about twice a month, every month for the last 10 years. Uh, and I'll, I'll never forget sitting across the, t- the table from Jimmy. Um, and he said, why are, why are you starting, uh, why are you starting a church in Lee Summit? And he said, Lee Summit doesn't need another church. Lee Summit doesn't need another church. And I said, and I said, what do you mean? So I've driven around Lee Summit and he said, Lee Summit has a lot of churches in it, but if you will be a church for it, Lee Summit needs a church like that. And I could tell what he, what he said had some impact to it, but it didn't really register right away. So I said, just ex- explain that to me. And he said, a lot of churches in a city, um, he said, if and when they shut down, it impacts nobody except the people who came to their church because it's a church in the community. But he said, if you will be a church for the community, even in your most difficult times, people who don't go to your church or call it home, will will be thankful that you're there and want you to be there because they'll know the community is better because you're there. So we ad- we adopted this saying now, you know, that community impact is one of our core beliefs because we're a church for our community, not just in our community. We have shirts and cups and about everything that Sherry can order that says for, not in. We just believe if you read through the New Testament – Two things got the attention of people who didn't know Jesus. One transformation of life. People like, like the man in John nine who was blind and then he saw and they were like, you have to t- you know, tell us what you think about Jesus. And he's like, I don't know anything about Jesus. All I know is I was blind and now I can see. He's absolutely changed my life. So life change got the attention of the community in how they served hurting people and needs in the community got people's attention. Uh, when the church saw a need within the church or just within the greater community, they tried to meet that need. So for instance, um, in Acts chapter six and seven, when we see the first deacons appointed in the church, there were widows in the church who needed help. Actually, two groups of widows, a Hebrew group of widows and a Hellenistic or a Greek 
Greek group of widows, um, and the Greek widows were upset because they weren't being taken as well as care of as as the Hebrew widows. So the church is like, we got to help more. We got to do more to help people who are part of our church. At the exact same time, we see the Apostle Paul when he was on mission in Ephesus in Corinth, taking offerings to take back to people in Jerusalem because Judea was under a famine. And these were not people that were a part of the local church body of Ephesus and Corinth and these other churches, but they realized in the world and in the greater kind of Christian community, there were needs. So they were giving and saying, distribute it however you need fit. We, we just have to help people. So Jesus church has always been a church that, that has been known by, and if it continues in our country to be impactful, it'll be a church that is known for two things. The life change of the people and the serving of the community and people who need help in a community. Those are the two things Jesus Church will always do when Jesus Church is following him well. Um, man, it's, it's been awesome to see the impact having been here from the beginning. Sherry, welcome to the podcast. Uh, breathe easy. It's, it's, it's a piece of cake, right? It uh, is a piece of cake. It's a piece yeah. of cake. Just ignore the microphone and the laptops. We ignore Alex every week sitting in the back and just kind of talk to each other, and they put it all together somehow. Yes. Well, Sherry, I can say this. You have exploded community impact at our church, so thank you for your leadership and your efforts. You have done a tremendous job. Uh, can you explain how we live out being for our community as a church now that we're almost 10 years in? I'm going to interrupt you before you do that, yeah. so take one more one more deep breath. How long have you been coming to Journey, Sherry? We've been at Journey for just over six years now. So six of the ten, how long have you been doing community impact? Four. So a couple, couple things to know about our church and community impact and Sherry Hennig and community impact. So before we started our church, uh, we were serving our community before we were having church services because we knew we don't deserve to preach to a community we don't love. We can't prove to it that we love it unless we've served it. So we started our church in Summit Lakes Middle School, and we didn't know very many people in our community, but we said, let's serve the, the, the largest servants in a community or the public school system. So we said, let's serve people serving kids. So we served the teachers, lunch. We gave them a little like back to school gift. We did some school supplies and some backpacks for the kids. We just kind of showed up. Our church started on September um, 18th of 2011. So school started about a month before in August. And we went to the school and said, we're going to have church in this building. But for us to be a church in the city, we have to help people. So who needs help? And I, I, I remember going to the counselor and stocking the food pantry and Danielle and I going out and buying food and buying backpacks and buying the school supplies and carrying them down the hallway. And I remember feeding the teachers and thinking, we're doing it. We're helping people who help people. That was always our goal to help people who help people and to resource people who need help. So fast forward, I guess, almost six years. Sherry Hennig is a part of our ministry team, um, serving in our admin team, serving in our next steps area, helping with our kids ministry. And we're having a vision session in this room that we're setting in. Yes. You, you remember? Oh, yeah. I think so. I was a little yeah. upset. Yeah. We're having a, vi- we're having a vision session in this room about ministry stuff. And Sherry is talking about kids in Lee Summits that didn't have beds. Mm-hmm. You remember that? You were sitting in a. I you cried were, for weeks. You were sitting in a. You were sitting almost in this spot. Yep. I was standing on that stage talking. 
and we were we were doing other things as a church at the time, but Sherry was hung up on because Sherry used to work in the in the Raytown Police Department. And Lee Summit Fire. Yeah, and, and Lee Summit Fire. Mm-hmm. So she ultra, ultra, ultra aware of needs in the community. And she she was hung up on to the point of shouting down the pastor in a meeting <laughs> kids who were hurting and in and in and in needs and needs of in need of a bed. And I just remember thinking, I've never met somebody who cares that much about hurting people that they're willing to fight for it. And I left that meeting thinking, Sherry's in the wrong spot. She needs to be in the spot on our team that fights for kids who don't have beds. And soon after that, we kind of said, we've got, we've got this heartbeat for community um, impact, but we really don't have hands who are willing to fight. So would you take over this whole area? And she has, and as you said, it is exploded, and we are just scratching the surface. Her kid, how old is Logan? Eight. Logan is having dreams and visions <laughs> about buildings that hold impact center stuff in them on our property. Um, God, God did not send Sherry to Journey to do this. God sent Sherry to Lee Summit to do this. She just happens to be a part of our church. Um, but with that said, the question I think you're supposed to answer um, <laughs> is 10 years in, how is our church living out being for our community, not just in it? So we kind of funnel our community outreach into four different areas, starting with supporting schools. We still, because we started in a school, we know that teachers and school staff work so hard, um, especially these last couple of years. So we want to do that. So that's one area. Um, we focus on alleviating poverty on strengthening families and then serving those who serve, which is first responders, hospital workers, that sort of thing. And we don't necessarily go around like looking for new things to start all the time. We, we don't need to reinvent the wheel with every ministry. So we partner with organizations that are kind of already boots on the ground doing the work in the community um, here in Lee Summit and all across Kansas City. We send them volunteers, we send them resources, we send them whatever they need um, to be able to do their ministry. And then where we do see unmet needs, then we start new adventures like the Impact Center and fun things like that. Um, and so we do all of these things Um, throughout the year. We have Serve Saturdays, the first Saturday of every month. We have our Summer of Serving. Uh, We have teams who serve with some of our ministry partners consistently throughout the year. We have a team that goes up to Nourish KC every month. We're working on a team um, headed up to the Veterans Community Project regularly, which builds tiny homes for veterans to get back on their feet. Um, And we have people who serve with cold water uh, every one of their friends' days, which is twice a month, and then just as often as they can. But, I mean, it's not about what we do. Um, Like you were talking about, Pastor Christian, with people notice life change and they notice the church serving. But I think that we serve because of that life change. I don't know what happened, but I was blind and now I see. And because of that, because I've been so radically saved, that's why I go out and serve. And that's why we do what we do. Amen. It's great. Uh, Sherry, it's it's been awesome to see and, and the impact that's happened just recently with our Journey Impact Center that opened just last year. It's already grown exponentially. How did how did the Impact Center come about, and, and what are some of the things you've seen God do as a result? So Pastor Christian will tell you that it started in Israel, but it's actually been um, a dream and a vision years before that. Um, I've just I've 
always envision having this warehouse where we can give out whatever people need in the community, mattresses, clothes, food, anything at all. Um, and when we went to Israel right before the world shut down, we stepped in, into the warehouse at our ministry partner at Tents of Mercy. And it's just this massive, like city block sized warehouse where they have all sorts of things. They're feeding 300 people every week and they have disaster response supplies right there. And um, they have a corner of their warehouse for woodworking so they can refurbish furniture that comes in and send it back out. And they have medical supplies and just everything you need. Um, And so after I saw that, I was like, yep, we need that. That was kind of the kicking the pants I needed to get moving. And then shortly after we got back, a friend of ours posted on Facebook that they were looking to rent out their warehouse space. Um, So we jumped on that and started seeing um, the response to our produce distribution that we did last year during COVID, where people were lining up two hours ahead of time just to get a box of fresh produce for their family for the week. Um, And that's when we really noticed, like, hey, there is a definite need down here on the south side of town, in Cass County, all over the place, um, for people to have good quality things. And so then we were just off to the races, and we started in a little 1,200-square-foot warehouse and um, are now in a space that's double the size and has walls and a ceiling and air conditioning, and it's just great. And bathrooms and and everything else. Yeah, so we're (laughs) we're in Israel, and and, I mean, you got to imagine, so this this is 2020. This is the year... Everyone stops doing ministry, and we're in, we're in Israel, and, and we're getting the tour again from Pastor Avi Shalom there, who's just walking us through their warehouse. Uh, some something I've seen and been a part of, you know, now seems like nearly a dozen times. Yet to see the faces of our people while they do it is just always uh, incredible. So, like there, if if you can if you can picture kind of like a. Uh, almost a, a circle of people and Avi Shalom's at one end and I'm kind of standing beside him and I can see the faces of almost everyone just as they're hearing the story of this impact resource center and kind of the story of their impact resource center is the first one they built got firebombed and they had to shut it down. Like they literally, um, some Orthodox Jews that did not want a Christian church in Haifa burned their church and their, can you, like, can you imagine our impact center being burnt? To the ground um, was burnt to the ground, and like as Avi Shalom is kind of unpacking everything, I hear like <laughs> Sherry, who's not in the circle but probably giving herself a self tour and dreaming, mm-hmm. sneaks up behind me. I just hear this voice in my ear, and she says, "I want one of these," <laughs> and I said, "Go do it, find it, um, and we're in." And then we got back, and this little thing called COVID happened, and I forgot about everything, but just trying to survive. And the next thing I know, Sherry, I mean, came home and it started looking. And when everyone else stopped doing ministry, she leaned heavily into her dream. And I feel like because of her faithfulness and her teams, some of the volunteers she has, Ryan, are just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, her team and their faithfulness, I feel like God just continues to open doors because he knows there's needs in our community. And he's told his people, if you're faithful with the little things, I'll give you more. And I think Sherry and her team have been faithful doing what they can, when they can, with what they have. And God said, all right, good. Let me give you more now. It's been great seeing all the people, whether we had people coming to the church uh, for produce distribution or I know there's so many great people who serve over at the Impact Center. 
um, it's it's really been awesome to see how God's been using that in our community. This is our fifth year of doing what used to be called, we, we called it Love Week or Serve Week, and now it's Summer of Serving, right? In the middle of COVID 2020, we, I know you and Pastor Christian talking like, let's do something every week, and so every week of the summer, uh, that's been happening. But why do we have a dedicated time for everyone to serve, and how has that changed over the years? Yeah, so it started as Love Week, just one week in the summers, because we noticed Families are home more often in the summers. There's more opportunities to serve. It's really impactful to serve as a family together. Um, And so we just wanted to capitalize on that and plug as many people as we could to really expose them to see what our ministry partners do and to see what the need is. Um, I feel like sometimes, especially in Lee Summit, we're kind of in an upper middle class suburban bubble, and I like to pop that bubble. Um, And so, you know, it's... Everyone in our community, no matter what their house looks like or their car looks like or what clothes they wear or anything like that, like we're all spiritually broken. And more often than not, anyone you talk to is going to be physically broken, materially broken, um, and a lot more than we realize. Um, So guess what the age of the average homeless person in Missouri is? Think of the average, like you're walking on the plaza, you see a homeless person. What's that? I would hope it's not a teenager, but I can only imagine what you're going to tell. The the average person I would see, I would say, in their 30s. I know the answer. So, <laughs> The average age of a homeless person in Missouri is seven. Man. Because it's a lot of single moms on the streets with their kids. And so when you know those statistics, when you know that before COVID – One in seven kids under the age of 18 in our region were food insecure, which means that they don't get three square meals a day. Um, when When you know that and you know that number and you look around, I mean, if I were to look at Logan's soon to be third grade class, that's like four kids in his classroom that are not getting three square meals. And there's faces to that and there's hearts behind that and souls behind that. And then you have to do something. Um, so like Ryan said, COVID or COVID kind of changed things. And we were actually the only ministry to have summer ministry last year because everything else was shut down. But we knew that we couldn't do Love Week the same scale that we have been. So we did one project once a week, and then we had our finale week. Um, and it was wildly successful. So here we are. And, and let me show you how, how God uses this, because we, we were in the midst of canceling all our summer ministry. Like I, like I literally left a staff meeting where we had decided – that we were going to cancel our vacation Bible school. We were going to cancel youth camp. We canceled an Israel trip. We canceled a Guatemala trip. And I remember asking, like, are we going to have to cancel serve? Like, are we not going to be able to serve people in our community in need? And the answer was maybe because we could not send large groups of people out at a time to serve. And I, I remember when I stopped by Sherry's desk and said, I got an idea. Um, instead of canceling serve week, can we find one partner, one project every week for like 12 straight weeks and just send out people in like in smaller, groups, in smaller yeah. groups to be able to serve? She was six or seven days away from having a hip surgery that would lay her up for six weeks. <laughs> and she was like, let me try to figure it out. And literally within three or four days, she sent me an email and said, I got 12 projects, 12 partners, and we'll just a little bit at a time, we'll serve people as they'll let us. This summer, we did not have to do summer of serving again. We could have gone back to 
big serve week at the end of the summer. Sherry and her team decided that was impactful. Let's do it again. As we record this podcast, we're now looking at, again, a potential mask mandate that may keep us the second week from August of sending a thousand people out to serve at the same time. But because we started at the beginning of summer and we've just been going a week at a time, even if that last week is hindered in the amount of people we're able to mobilize and send to partners who just say, Hey, we can't take people right now. This will have been an incredible summer because just one day at a time, one project at a time, one person at a time, one food item at a time, one clothing item at a time. We're, we're just serving people as we can. And if they tell us we can't do it in mass, then we, you know, we won't do it in, in mass gatherings, you know, second week of August, but we still will have an impactful summer. Um, because we just said, Hey, why, why let a week go by without helping someone if we can rally some people to do it? So Sherry, uh, just so people are clear, um, what's the, the week? What week, what are the dates of our grand finale week, and what kind of opportunities do you have available? Finale week is August 8th through the 14th, so two weeks, one week after this airs, I guess. Um, But we'll have over 40 opportunities. I think right now we're at 41. It could bump up to 42 or 43. Um, All week long, starting that Sunday, we have them in the morning, we have them in the afternoon, we have them in the evening. So um, with that many, there's something for everyone. I mean, there's all ages, all skill levels all work hours, there's something um, that anyone can do. And it's all projects that fit into those four categories. So they support schools, they serve those who serve, they alleviate poverty, and they strengthen families. And a lot of those things families can do together, even families with young children can sign up and go serve together. Yeah, so will you uh, tell us, uh, Sherry, how how do they sign up? How do they get updates on what's going on in the community impact uh, ministry? So all of our opportunities are posted on, it's called VOMO, V-O-M-O dot org. And it's our volunteer management platform. So if you go there, you can sign up, create your profile, um, put in our church code, which is just journey. And that will get you to all the opportunities that we have to serve, not just during summer of serving and finale week, but throughout the year. Um, And then if you're on Facebook still, we have a Facebook group. It's called Journey Church International Community Outreach. And then we send out um, an email newsletter every month at the beginning of the month with local and global updates. Um, And so you can email me at chenig, C-H-E-N-N-I-G, at takethejourney.cc, and I'll add you to that list. Sounds great. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, Ryan, we talked about on last week's podcast the body ministering to the body and finding your personality, finding your gifts and going. Nobody has done that better than Sherry Hennig. And if you realize how God has shaped you, and if you realize how you're gifted to serve, and if you just go do it, and you start dreaming and you start praying, uh, God will God will use you to have incredible impact, and you will be incredibly fulfilled. That like That's just how following Jesus works. So, Sherry, thank you for just the way you and your family um serve our community. Her husband, Eric, who's one of our great Lee Summit police officers, um, her son, Logan, um, they, they have given their life to help hurting people in some of the hardest and most vulnerable moments of life. That's, that's who the Hennigs are in our community. Um, and I, I, for one, am, am grateful you're a part of our team and grateful a couple of years ago in this room, you shouted me down. And so we got to get some mattresses <laughs> for some kids because God, God has allowed us to do that and much more because of your passion. Thank you. I'm excited. We, we got to meet my family, a young man who his mom later told me, hey, 
could we get him to youth group? I think he would love it. A little seventh grade boy, just a great heart. So we're trying to coordinate getting him to a youth group. So that outreach is turning into someone who hopefully will uh, – be exposed to to the fact that Jesus loves him and may forever change his life. And that's we've seen a lot of that at the Impact Center too. We've had a gal, one of our regular shoppers, came to a worship service on a Sunday and accepted Jesus right before Christmas. And we've had people getting jobs and we've seen people turning their lives around just because we gave them food. Yeah. And that's all it takes. Isn't the podcast fun, Sherry? No. Yeah. Yes. She wants to do <laughs> yes. it from here on out. You she, have a new host, please. Yes, we should start a new <laughs> Journey Impact podcast just so Sherry can do one every week. Yes, that's a good idea. Great. Well, Pastor Christian and Sherry, thank you. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Great information. Um, we hope to activate you. We hope you'll do something with this. Don't let it just be knowledge that you have, but we hope you'll, you'll do something to impact this community for Jesus. Uh, thank you for listening today. If you're a new listener, uh, welcome. Uh, we hope you'll uh, like us. Uh, we hope you'll share it with others. If we can uh, help you in any way, let us know. If you're here in town, come and see us in person. Come and uh, be a part of one of our church services. If you need help through the Journey Impact Center, uh, let us know as well. You can email us and we can connect you. You can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. We look forward to catching you next time on the Activate Podcast where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Activate. We would love for you to join us in person for one of our weekly worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Help us get the word out about this resource. You can do so by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this episode on your favorite social media platform. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.